the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Wick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and I have an apology to make. Um, I, I told people to send me an email yesterday. Oh, we're here live at Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Lots of people. Nice, cool weather. Nice breeze out of the north. Uh, there, it's wet in puddles. We'll talk about that in a second. But I feel bad because uh, I didn't respond to uh, Sally. She uh, emailed me at Milton at KLUP.com, Milton at KLUP.com, a uh, picture of her crepe myrtle that's blooming. Uh, she said it's a Zuni. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. That's yeah. a purple. Here's Sally's crepe myrtle. Yeah. All right. Calvin agrees. I got to turn. Got to... Yes, sir? I don't know. I don't know what yeah. exactly is. Oh, okay. Looks like. but, but Zuni is a. Yeah, Zuni's a yeah. selection. And I saw, I haven't seen purple, but we were talking about this yesterday. And crepe myrtles I have seen this season. Uh, and I have seen now a red peeking above a fence. So I've seen white, pink, and red so far. Have you seen any? You said you didn't see any yet. I haven't really seen any crepe myrtles. Mm-hmm. All right. So send us more of your crepe myrtle pictures to Milton at KLUP. I've seen some of your uh, uh, Texas age. Is it blooming? Yeah. Oh. Well, the one in my yard. Well, wow. that heavy rain we got last night, I mean. That was a... Uh, that was washed me off the that, road. That was Sinisa predicted. <laughs> and still during this week. But, yeah, we were we got nothing. Yeah. It was dry as a bone. It, it was a spotty. We got thunder and lightning. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Looks scary. Yeah, you must have uh, got some of that on your drive oh, home. Oh, yeah. From, uh, nine, yeah. Nine o'clock. We had a... Lighting uh, out of the sky. Yeah. yeah we had a, th- a thunder and lightning. Just one. Uh, and, it, and it was it was so unusual and, and you know shook everything. Yeah, I said I better go out and make sure none of the trees have fallen because it sounded just like it's that. Close. Oh yeah. wow. Well, so uh, you can also call us with your uh, range ro- uh, your rain ranger reports at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. It's really we'll, supposed to get bad tonight. We'll right be now. jealous. Is it really? Because I didn't think there was rain in the forecast. I can't remember what I said. Was it? You said it was yesterday. Was it yesterday that well, was supposed to? Well, but there was a break. Evening. There was a break. Is the break today? There, yeah. There was a break. All right. Let me look but, and see. Now it depends on which forecast you're looking at. <laughs> well, I'm working at the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration forecast. So, you know, that's probably right, right? No. Why not? It's national. It's our government. Uh, yeah, that's, that's my point. 
Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Your taxes are going to be. Uh, let's see what it says. Okay. So tonight, oh, there is no rain in the forecast for tonight. You're right. Oh, okay. Tomorrow, showers and thunderstorms after 4 p.m. High near 82. Wow. That'll be nice. High <laughs> today is near 83. This is, this is good. We should have more of this. Oh, my goodness. Look at that beautiful dog. Out yeah. There. That's a pretty pup. Oh my goodness. I think she's been to the groomer recently. Oh. Uh, or, or her mother there's the groomer. Wow. <laughs> Hattie, who, we who groomed her? the dog? Yeah, I, I got it. Good job. Good job. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. Brenda is on the line at 210-308-8867. Thanks for starting us off today, Brenda. What's going on? Uh, yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, we had some foundation work done on our home, and the people that had to do it had to remove some plants in our uh, front bed next to the foundation. Yeah. Uh, they weren't doing too good. Uh, the freeze kind of knocked them back. So what, I'm, do you, we're do you wanting... Know, do you know what yes, kind sir. of plants it was? Yes, sir. Uh, Laura Petalum. The yeah, Chinese okay. French fern, uh, but they weren't doing really well. So no, when they, they removed don't... them, they didn't come back. Yeah, well, that's good. Uh, but what we're wondering, my husband and I, is what would be good a good foundation planting? I don't have a lot of room in it. It's like 13 long by, at the widest point, 9 feet wide. And we're wanting something that won't be invasive to harm the foundation or the pipes. Well, you got and, and more free. You got some bunch of choices. You got uh, dwarf yopon holly, and you got uh, the uh, there's about seven different kinds of nandinas that would that would fit in there uh, that are uniform and limited uh, variation and not very large size. How tall do you want it? Uh, the foundation itself is about three to three and a half feet before the brick starts. That's probably a little short for uh, dwarf uh, Burford, but dwarf Burford, these the plants we got here are yeah they've really got super dwarfs. Yeah, they're magnificent. Small small leaves. But so there you. Uh, and won't the, freeze. The ones I would I'd, I'd choose I think between the. Dwarf, uh, uh, oh, the holly I mentioned, and then also, or, or the nandina. Uh, there's some vi- viburnums. Is it shade or sun? Full sun. Full sun? Yes, yeah, sir. So, so almost any, you could use almost anything there. Yeah, the uh, the hollies, uh, dwarf burford and uh, dwarf yopon, uh, were both... Uh, We'll both uh, stay stay very small. Oh. And, and I got some uh, trash walked up here. Uh, what is that super dwarf uh, Yopon? Micron. That's it. That's it. I love that name. Don't have any at the moment, but I'm sure I'll get some soon. Okay. Is there any in that size category that you have? Dwarf Burford? Um, or dwarf Yopon? Closest I would have... Would be one of the dwarf boxwoods. Mm. 
How about the Nandinas? You got any of the dwarf Nandinas? Sure. I got Nanas and Harbor Dwarf. So you got so, lots of choices there. Yeah. I mean, how short are we talking yeah. about doing? About three and a half feet or, or oh, less. Well, three, well, less, yes. Uh, if it could be three to four foot, you could do uh, Gulf Stream or Moon Bay Nandinas as well. Yeah. And the Nandinas, the Nandinas and the Hollies didn't freeze in either of the freezes. Okay. Do they, uh, the Nandinas, do they get very uh, invasive to the foundation? No. Okay. Uh, the, only, the only ones that are even remotely fit that criteria are Nandina domestica and Nina domestica compacta, which are all tall. Okay. Well, my windows uh, are probably, let's see, probably seven feet from the foundation or from the ground up. Uh, they're higher up. Uh, the Laura Petalum that I had, I would keep them right under the bottom of the window. Yeah. Uh, so I have some room. Uh, they just became... Uh, they're tough. Required they're, a lot of trimming, and I'm yeah. trying to find something that maybe doesn't, won't need as much trimming. That's uh, your I can go as I can go as high as five feet, uh, yeah. or so. I've got I've got forty year old dwarf yopon and, uh, and Burford hollies. They're forty years old. I know because I planted them when we moved into the house, and never been trimmed. Now, the ones okay. that have, the, the Yopons that have never been trimmed in 40 years are uh, are about uh, four, five, five, five feet tall, but they've never been trimmed. Okay. Uh, so, and uh, they're the dwarfs. Are so they slow growers? Lot, lots of choices, lots of choices. How, how, Do they how? grow fairly slow? Yes, big time slow. Okay. After 40 uh, years, they're five feet tall. Oh, okay. You going to hang around for 40 years? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> oh, come a little on. longer for me. A little too long for me, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, we want to keep you around. I, I'm going to do it out of spite just for you, Jimmy. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you tell me how far to face them? Uh, I have steps. My front porch steps where the railing are on the left side that would start the nine feet length. Uh, so I'm not sure just how to space. If I did the Burford, how, how to space them? Well, you could you could uh, go every three of them in there every three feet, but you could vary you could vary it too. It depends on how fast you want them. If, if it's nine feet, I'd stick with an odd number and I'd just evenly space them in that that area. Yeah. So that might be five if you got them one on each end, or it could be three if you got them three feet in, in between, depending on what your how where you ended them or four, yeah. maybe four total. And you want if you want them uh, to grow to put up a screen pretty fast and you don't think you're going to make it 40 years uh, you sound pretty good though really and he's a doctor <laughs> yeah, that's right 
but uh, uh, you could get larger plants. They've got, uh, well, most of them are in three gallons, right? Uh, Holly? Most are in three gallon. Occasionally we get some sevens and tens and fifteens. But oh, okay. Not, not always. Most okay. of them are three gallons. Yes. Okay. And they're, okay. The, what you have to realize is these hollies, are, they're dwarf, so they grow slower. I had, I had uh, one of the TV anchor ladies uh, had a, a native plant person uh, landscape her backyard. And uh, she did the same thing that a lot of native plants do. However, hollies are native to Texas. But uh, she woke up one morning and looked out at the back door and she said, this is ugly as hell. And I, I, she called me about it. But, uh, <laughs> and I said, uh, they're dwarfs. They're supposed to grow slow. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, well, I, I can't stand this look. She wanted it overnight, you know. Oh, okay. I, I thought he was going to do a I told you so kind of thing. Yeah. No. He would I, never do that. I wasn't he? the original one to tell her the plant, though. It was, it was one of your buddies. Well, did it help you out, Brenda? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, would you, uh, if I did three in that area, would you start, like, putting the first one in the middle between the windows, or would you start counting three feet from the steps? One in the middle, and then split the difference on the other sides. Okay, and how far out from the foundation? Well, three, let's see. Three Three feet feet is not too much, but you could get by on a little less than that. Two feet at least, I think. Okay. uh, I I want to ask you, how how long did you have your lower pedal? Um, they were in the ground, oh gosh, uh, probably at least eight, ten years. Okay. Were, they, were you satisfied with them the whole eight to ten years? Uh, except for the growth. Uh, I had to trim on them quite, because my bed isn't very wide, and I had four Yopon hollies in front of them. So oh, okay. between trimming the yopons and the lower, lower pedal, and they kind of grew into the back of the yopon, and they kind of took the back away because there was too much vegetation, okay. too close together. Yeah, that's good. Well, that's not that's not usual to have a problem with lower pedal on growing yeah. too yeah. much. Some a lot of times in some situations they are kind of erratic in their growth. But you did well if you got eight, ten years out of it. Yeah. Yes, Thank sir. you, Brenda. Oh. Thank you. You take care. 210-308-8867. Jeff is on the line. Hey, Jeff, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing quite well, fellas. Um, I've got a question about feeding my knockout roses. Um, it, it hit me a couple of days ago when I was feeding them that I, I used a sprayer to spray most of my other shrubs so that it gets on the leaves. But the knockouts, for some reason, I got in the habit of just pouring the liquid right at the base of the plant. And I'm wondering, is, is that the most effective way of getting the nutrients, or, or should I stand over the top and, and pour it over and spray it over like I do the other plants in my yard? Or does it matter? 
Well, God made a root system to move nutrients in water. So my answer is the, do it the way that God intended. Put it at the root zone. Let the plant pull it all up. Okay. And, and we, know, we know that Trace talks to God periodically. <laughs> so that's why he knows about the root system. Yeah. Well, I'm glad somebody with some sense does. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I mean, if God did it, I mean, you got to be right. Well, thank you much, guys. Okay, thank, you. Thank, thank you, Jay. Calling. Good luck. You take care. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And, well, we got no open line right now, so give us a call while we talk to Trace. It's a nice day out here, isn't it wonderful? It is beautiful. Yeah. I had to wear long pants this morning. I got up, and it was uh, chilly when I took the dogs out. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you let the dogs out? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, it's a pretty day, lots of color. Uh, pretty lantanas, the Ruelia in front of us. Uh, uh, our, our, I think we killed our regular Ruelia. That's almost I, impossible. I just said that, yeah, to get Jerry irritated. No, it's it's coming <laughs> back from the from the winter now. It's not quite back yet. Uh, you, you know, let's see. You mentioned that the other day, didn't you? Did I? That you that it wasn't coming back. Oh yeah, it's now coming back. Oh, that's it's now good. sprouting. Let's it's, see. Yeah, well, it's, worst case scenario. It dropped a lot of seeds. So even if the yeah, other sweet. plant died, you yeah. probably got 10 years' worth of seeds sitting in there. <laughs> probably, <laughs> yeah. I like it. I know that that some people here on the porch complain that it's pretty invasive. And What, really? Yeah. Not, not dwarf, really, yeah? No, not dwarf. This isn't dwarf. Oh, you got well, to Yeah, you got to yeah. say, di- differentiate. Because <laughs> I'm a man that embraced bamboo for so many years. <laughs> most this people is, this, are familiar with this is nothing. dwarf Ruelia, but not the... Um, what else, Trace? Uh, anything exciting coming? Anything? Well, I, I don't remember if we talked about basalmic basil. No, we didn't. All right, so I uh, finally got some basalmic basil. So pretty sure you use it just like you do sweet basil. Yeah. But this is the one with the pretty purple bloom. Uh, in the fall, so uh, I, I, it's uh, it's a cool little basil. It's got a kind of a distinctive taste too. We do have a little variation, yeah. We do have a rather large ad coming up uh-huh. for, uh, for this, Memorial this particular Day. holiday, and I'd like to remind everybody that there's a lot of things that are going to be tax exempt on top of the sale price. So wow! Basically, sure, all plants, uh, no sprinklers, but plants and mulches. I don't think fertilizer, and I don't think uh, chemicals, but pretty yeah, much everything else. Yeah, I remember it. Mm. Um, okay. So maybe not, yeah, no, maybe no tools, too? Or was it tools? It was, kinda, very, it was very vague. I kind of so. remember chemicals from last year. And, um, we got that sweet potato. So that sale saying. will begin on Wednesday, right? Correct. And so uh, you can, uh, do you have an ad that come? There's one on MillburgerNursery.com. Is there one in the paper that comes out? There will be. It will be identical, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, between be. the two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, among the, those plants that Trace has mentioned, a good selection, uh, we've got the tropical milkweed. Yeah, look at that red. It, it's blooming in that red pretty one. Uh, yeah, the por- two types porter of porterweed, yeah. the purple and the red, and uh, then the mist flower, and then all kinds of salvias and uh, so the at, at least one of those things will be a good surprise for you next Wednesday. 
Something's I'm, coming I'm, in. I'm not saying which one. Something you just mentioned. One uh, one of the porter weeds. I I refuse to answer that question. Uh, Look at Wednesday's paper. What part of I refuse oh, to uh, answer that question? Yeah, yeah. Is it a sale or something new? Objection, uh, Your uh, Honor. No, uh, uh, is badgering not the witness. Answering that question. <laughs> but uh, that we we talk we talk quite a bit about uh, uh, sweet potato vine last last weekend. Yes. Got lots of questions on it. That was kind of fun. It's on, sale, it's on sale again this week. 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 Let's see. Yes. Through Monday, May twenty third. And one of one of the uh, one of the things uh, you know the rock rolls over there. Then the oh the the, the uh, blue, blue plumbago is on sale mm-hmm. too. That's uh, really nice. Those are in bloom. That's yeah, another plant that the. Uh, Butterflies like oh well both of those rock rolls and yeah I'm I'm of, interested to know if they if that's a new selection that rock roll because I never have seen that thing bloom like that These oh really just says pavonia yeah. on it so yeah yeah but I mean it's got big blooms and it's just full of blooms it's mm-hmm. got it's got a little uh, I was noticing that it's got a little more red in its bloom than. Yeah, we're kind of used to, it or else there. That's my imagination. I it could know. be your imagination. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's a nice looking plant. Did you smell it? It's very fragrant. Did you smell it? No, I didn't. Uh, you didn't smell it. Oh, I hey, think he's making that up. No. Right oh, okay, <laughs> we're up against a break here, real quick. So we got to take a quick break and come back in a moment. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And he'll be around for you. That's uh, Barry Hagendorf of Deck and Patio Care. If uh, you go out today, today's a great day to get out on the deck. And uh, it just doesn't look the way you want it to. And you say, you know what? Okay, we're going to make this thing look new again. We're going to call Barry Hagendorf at 210-822-9147. 210-822-9147. Because we went over there to deckandpatiocare.com, and we saw the before and after pictures, and we want to see what Barry can do for us. We want that deck to look new again. Barry can help you with that. Deck cleaning and sealing, repair and construction, pebble stone cleaning and sealing, fence treatments, and much, much more. At Deck and Patio Care, uh, 210-822-9147. 9147 online at com. He doesn't, he doesn't guarantee that your mother-in-law won't come over, does he? Uh, I don't know. You'll have to ask him. You, you know, that's an asterisk in his eye. I know. I, he may now. He may be doing that. That's that's going to run business away. <laughs> <laughs> well, call him up. He'll you know. definitely know that it was our show that, uh, <laughs> yeah, Jerry said you could guarantee that my mother-in-law would not come over. <laughs> All right, 210. Yeah, you know, even if your deck is ugly yeah, and your mother-in-law comes over, you can either think she's ugly or the deck's ugly. Oh, man, you're huh? mean. So just leave it ugly until 
mother-in-law dan- danger of coming over. Is well, that's over. never going to happen. Get it, get it fixed and enjoy it. Okay. All right. So let me ask you something. I'm just going to wing it here. Are those plants right there, Gold Star Esperanza? Look at you go, Milton. Oh, man, I can point them out wherever they are now. <laughs> and there's some more. <laughs> yeah. It's like there's two different. Two different varieties. To, uh, yeah, I see one's not the one. Closest to us is a. It looks like Gold Star. Yeah. Yeah. And the other one down there is, what is that called, Jerry Lydia? Or? Well, uh, as I was walking in, uh, Lydia is over by the fence. Oh, on the other side. Yeah. This, there, there's a little group over there that looks, yeah. looks a little different. I think I think uh, that's uh, different in maturity and bloom. Oh, okay. But uh, they're full of blooms. You, you got it, Milton. You got it. I know my gold star. <laughs> and uh, the other, uh, the Poinciana and uh, Pride of Barbados are starting to bloom around town. Too. Oh, are they really? Oh, that's cool. <clears throat> I, I saw I was, my, one of my neighbors planted two by the uh, driveway, and they were little when they froze. And I didn't think they were going to come back because they were kind of in the shade, too. But they're coming back yeah. now, and even blooming small. Huh. I, fi- I found some uh, <laughs> cleaning out uh, some of my storage, seed storage. No well, more? It wasn't in the refrigerator. But uh, you some, know, uh, somebody had collected some dwarf poinciana seed for me. And uh, I never had planted it. I don't know how old it is. But uh, it'd be nice to have a, a dwarf, smaller one, and bloom like it does. You know what? It's not never recovered the way uh, that I expected it because it seems like it's so so tough to begin with. Primrose jasmine, it's really still mm. still looking pretty. Is that right? Sad, yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, my son-in-law has primrose jasmine at its place in, uh, close to Fair Oaks, and. Uh, is that the foliage back it, and everything? From the base. But there's still some of the, yeah. the dead stems. Oh, and, yeah. I told him, I said, you know, cut the dead stems off where, where you can see them. Low, low, if you leave it and that new growth comes up, it's going to be hard to separate. Yeah. Without damaging the new growth. Well, you think he did that? No. 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 <laughs> part, I guess part of it is that the... The weather, this hot, dry weather, even when primrose jasmine has been tough to have a fast recovery when, yeah, when it's but uh, it usually having to put up with that. In the past, it's come back pretty fast. Yeah, well, it's. I, th- yeah, I think uh, the moisture we, too. Yeah, I, th- I think if you go back and assess our articles, you'll find that we speak pretty highly of it. And it's, oh it, yeah, it's, it's great pretty plant. tough. Deer won't eat. Yeah, deer and. Uh, it's, yeah, I think we recognize that it has some uh, drought issues, but not much. I mean, yeah. it, it competes pretty well. It, li- Pro- it lacks water grows during the drought, a little bit of water. Yeah, grows in the sun or the shade. Yeah, but uh, you know you know what we heard uh, I was talking about yesterday <laughs> when I was looking up the uh, back breeding of Lydia. I'm almost, I'm certain that that's a gold star in the heritage because nothing 
no no crepe myrtle in the world blooms like Gold Star. Yeah. And so, Esperanza. So people, Esperanza, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, uh, yeah, all the people now breeding Esperanzas are using Gold Star as a mother parent. And, uh, but anyway, I was looking, looking up people describing how to grow uh, a, 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 a florisivorous, Yes. Wow. <laughs> uh, and uh, there's one guy, that, I guess he was from Brazil or somewhere. He had an accent. And uh, his secret to get a lot of blooms in there was to put uh, uh, superphosphate around it, copious amounts <laughs> of superphosphate. And uh, potassium, some source of okay. potassium, and then water it in. And and at the very end, he was standing by the the finished product. After it was supposed to be in full bloom, it had about fifteen twenty blooms on it. I wanted to send him some uh, gold star, you know, tell him that uh, we we never put superphosphate on this plant. <laughs> <laughs> you think superphosphate would help this plant bloom more? You think anything would help that plant bloom more? I don't think it can bloom I anymore. I don't think it can bloom anymore. Bloom anymore. But anyway, uh, and at the very end, he said the secret, the secret of a lot of blooms, is watered every day. Gosh, yeah, I, I, I blew, <laughs> it blew my mind. Uh, <laughs> And uh, if his if his finished product was any indication, water wouldn't help in that plant. And uh, and no, would water help if you got one of those rogue Esperanza that uh, won't bloom till fall or put most of its blooms out in fall. Uh, watering won't help, as many of you have probably found out. What will help? Is a shovel mm. and a pick. Are you gonna kiss it goodbye? Yeah, okay. kiss it goodbye. All right, and put your gold star in there. There you go. All right, that those and those are pretty. They're in pretty containers. Oh yeah. Right here. I mean, we uh, Calvin's very fond of talking about uh, instant color for. Oh yeah, patio. Maybe, maybe Memorial Day, you're gonna have people over the house for the barbecue. Here's some instant color. Well, that, another thing that people are u- using for that uh, Memorial Day color are these zinnias. Uh, penta, well, <laughs> no. less, le- I think less the zinnias than, okay. the, than wow. the pentas and the uh, uh, pr- uh, vincas. Yeah, no, honestly, right here in front of us. Yeah, we're watching them buy them. If They're, you got, if you got a need for sh- color in the shade. This is the place, boy. There are very few people that are walking by that. We have a a kind of a grouping of them right in front of us. And there's red, pink. What is the? There's like a reddish pink. And and a pink, pink. Red, pink. Yeah, you get the idea. (laughs) But, yeah, there are uh, people keep picking them up. Lavender. It used to be. uh, Oh, maybe. Is that lavender? When was that? When when was that? When the Vinco, when you would. We had white. We had white, lavender. And uh, pink for a long time, and then the red. Yeah, that, red was. They were developed. after that red. Yeah. But uh, and they, now there's lots of oh, variations. Yeah. And that, 
as I was walking out at the front to the left of the uh, checkout stand, there were some reds there that oh. just knock your hat off. And then those big whites are nice, too. Yeah. So, they, uh, yeah, these are, just like Milton mentioned, these are for really uh, color, instant color, um, to dec- decorate in a short term. Oh, yeah. And uh, they use the pentas in the shade and the uh, vincas in the sun. He, um, Milton mentioned the zinnias, too. Zinnias are, are good always, you know, for cut flowers and for uh, seed source and uh, uh, nectar source for bu- butterflies and pollinators and hummingbirds like them. Seems like I've heard that before, Milton. Yeah, I Have think you? so, too. And I hate to... Uh, make Calvin look right, but uh, uh, they may have moved them. But it looks like where they were yesterday that a lot of people have bought them. The zinnias? Yeah, yeah, they don't. La- they, yeah, they don't last long here. They're no. pretty. And then the ones that are in front of us, the tall ones. What are those? Tall ones in front of us. Okay, see the guy there. Yeah. Keep going. Are those, those zinnias? Are zinnias. Okay, Greenland, yeah. yeah. Is that the Dreamland? Okay. Yeah. Like the street. Okay. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight. Like my neighborhood, except it's Dream Always, Hill versus oh, Dreamland. Well, Dreamland is in the estate that uh, is the little road that you cut through on uh, Lock Hill, going over to uh, is it Vance Jackson? I think so. Oh, I'm not familiar with it. I don't know. I don't know if I have that right. Someone can call me and correct me. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's a fun road. Uh, I discovered it a long time ago when we first got here, and I would take the Corvair because there's a railroad track at the bottom of the hill so you just kind of take your foot off the gas and let the car coast and you go <laughs> over that not that I would I don't do that anymore in the truck thank you I know <laughs> it's probably not good I was young and foolish at the time yeah but I'm, uh, he was younger and more foolish yeah yes. how, how many years ago that was, was that? many years ago many years 30 or more yeah woo yeah, <laughs> and that area floods nicely too. Well, at least you didn't do like my son did. Uh oh, what did he do? Uh, this was uh, when he was a senior in high school, and uh, my, my wife and I got all excited. He was doing so good in school. We bought him a, a Volkswagen Beetle. All right, that was a popular like a car. Back and the uh, next thing we heard is that he he it stalled and he just left it where it stalled for like three days <laughs> my daughter did the same thing <laughs> needless, needless oh. to say he didn't have a, a Volkswagen Beetle for long oh man someone else found it and liked it no it just no you know he like, left it in the parking lot at the high school I guess oh oh geez yeah my daughter had had one and she left it was it flooded out uh and high and a heavy rain deal I don't understand how kids, you know, they they like to be able to select their own uh-huh. presence, and <laughs> and they don't automatically like what you like. And kids, yeah, uh, darn kids, ungrateful, leave it in the parking lot, man. Ben is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What's going on, Ben? How are you guys? I got doing okay. Some, uh... They're just complaining. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i've got some asian jasmine out front um and i have poison ivy or poison oak growing inside of it i didn't know how i might be able to take (laughs) care of the the poison plant without killing the jasmine well actually (laughs) you gotta 
Because it's always hard to kill poison ivy. But yeah. you got a you got a plant there that is pretty invincible in terms of uh, the contact herbicide. Mm-hmm. Asian Ooh, jasmine, oh. you can't hardly kill it with uh, uh, Roundup. Yeah. So you, at some point, you should be able to apply the Roundup, kill the the poison ivy without hurting the. Asian jasmine. Now the label wow. does not cover that, but okay, okay. In the in the fall, is when we used to recommend that we find it was the easiest to kill the okay. poison ivy. Okay, well it's been there about a year, so I might as well give it another six months before uh, yeah. getting back to it. So now it's never easy. Poison okay. ivy is never easy. Be, be real careful. Yeah. Wait. Wait. <laughs> I've got a I've got a question for okay. from, from this Neil Spare. And this relates to Ben? Yeah. Okay, Ben. Here we go. So you got a question. How can I get ri- get rid of uh, poison ivy out of a large holly shrub? It sprouted up under the shrub and before I knew it was there, it was completely uh, shrouding the bush. Mm. Shrouding okay. the bush. Okay. I don't know if that kill it or not. No. But anyway, okay. Neil Neil answers, uh, you will need to work very carefully, take care of never to touch the leaves or stem, mm-hmm. or, or roll naked in the uh, leaves. Neil does not say that. What? I, I'm hey, betting Neil is. doesn't I'm say reading this. I don't know what you're reading. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, you got a picture of him rolling naked. Uh, it does it, yeah. You, gotta, you get a weird paper. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the best thing to do would probably be to find the stem where it comes out of the ground, use yep. a long-handled lopping shears or a pole pruning saw to cut the stem into two pieces. Mm. Leave the severe severed severed vine to dry out and die on top of the holly in your case in terms of the jasmine it will right. turn crisp with a couple of in a couple of weeks at which time you'll be able to use the lopping shear to cut the stems into small pieces so they can fall to the ground just hmm. leave them there until fall at which point you can rake them up and discard them finally when the stump starts sending up new growth that's the base of the plant. Uh, from the ground, reach in carefully and apply a broadleafed weed killer containing 2,4-D with a pump sprayer applicator to the new tender growth. Now you could also use uh, our weed be gone. I mean our okay cut vine and stump killer. Yeah, cut vine and stump killer. Okay. Be careful. Okay. Be careful not to let let the spray drift onto the leaves of the holly, and do not get it on your bare naked skin. What 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 is what is happening with Neil? <laughs> Neil's obsessed with this. I know it, but uh, <laughs> that's why you always wash your hands and body after you use one of these sprays, method. but yeah, not our cut vine and stump killer. Okay. Okay. But. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, uh, but the key the key there is just be real careful. Uh, it's almost the the more elaborate the process that you have to go through, the more chance you're going to get yeah something yeah. something on your even even getting it on your 
it's close. Oh, means yeah, that you was can close. end up with, uh, you know, you can end up with some kind of reaction to it. So be yeah, real too. careful. Yeah. I'd, okay. I w- I have had fairly good luck with the with the roundup in the fall, and I'm thinking that the Asiatic jasmine you could you can probably spray right right, over, right yeah. around there because the it doesn't seem to be affected by Roundup at all. No. Okay, but, wonderful. All right. Good all right. Well, I appreciate the help. Okay. Thank you, Ben. Thanks for calling. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. got to take a break. So you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM. The Answer. Burgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. All right. If you haven't done it yet, you need to come on over to Millburgers and pick out your tree hugger sprinkler. Uh, I'm going to use mine uh, tomorrow on our watering day. And uh, unless we get rain, well, I'll know, by, I'll know by the evening, so we'll be okay. But the tree hugger sprinkler is really cool, unique product. It's uh, It's got a hinge on it, so you can open it up. Yeah. And wrap it around. Can you see me through the radio? Wrap it around <laughs> the, the bark. And its second unique thing is that it, it uh, you can control the amount of water that goes through the little holes. So you can have it just kind of drip down and water right there at the root ball there or water at the um, the uh, drip line, too. So it's it's really cool. There are three different sizes. So you get to the size the caliper you need. Uh, there's a 7-inch, an 11-inch, and a 15-inch. And... Um, uh, you'll find more about it at treehuggersprinklers.com, but Millburgers has them, HEB has them, and uh, you can uh, just get them, and you'll, uh, you'll like it a lot. Uh, it's a terrific product, and uh, I think you'll find lots of uses for it. Jerry is it's very, it's very sturdy. Too. Yeah, Jerry's tried to beat his up, <laughs> but his son was uh, good enough to fix it. His son yeah. is going to start your Jeremy's going to start working for the tree hugger people now. <laughs> he should write them a jingle. Uh, yeah, he, uh, because I'm kind of shaky on my walking around. Yeah, he Especially did. if it's in vines like Asian jasmine. Yeah. And uh, so he insists, since he doesn't want to try to pick me up off the ground, <laughs> uh, he insists. Uh, yeah, how would he do it if there was some... Uh, Poison ivy in there, yeah, too. There oh, and why, why is Dad naked in the poison <laughs> ivy? There you go. Doesn't he read Neil Sperry? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, every now and then I have a flashback to when I was a kid uh, running through the sprinkler. Oh. But so he controls the water. We, you, can, you can control the water that thing puts out. Right. Two, two methods. <clears throat> There's a cutoff on right. the machine. On the, on uh, the sprinkler. Sprinkler. It's ba- it's basically a uh, and there's <laughs> there's a, also one on the sprinkler and of course we at the faucet. I th- he prefers the faucet because <laughs> you just don't hardly know that the faucet is turned on, and uh, you have to turn it on, just barely turn it on, and it's easier for me to turn off if I. <laughs> oh, okay. If I need to do that, he's not right, So you got this thing. You got, oh, yeah. you got all, all figured out. It's well, and if, right. you, if, you, if you forget, uh, 
It's like just like a drip line. Yeah, it's right. Not, exactly. You don't you don't waste any water. No, no, that's the cool part. It about all it. goes very, down. It doesn't run off. A yeah. Very efficient. That's the cool part about it. So, all right, you'll find out. Like I said, here at Millburgers and at HEB, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, and toll free, it's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Um, what else is that dirty-minded Neil Sperry written about? <laughs> I'll, I'll save the best to last. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, uh, people are, are not talking much about deer damage. Oh, deer damage? Okay. Yeah, and I'm surprised because I, I've, uh, as I was pulling in my driveway last night at 9 o'clock, uh, uh, a doe jumped out of a my, deer uh, yeah a female deer yeah <laughs> <laughs> but but it, <laughs> i'm afraid to join this conversation uh, that's okay he said a doe and i said a deer a female deer i, I figured that's where you yeah going. that's where i went all right trace is with us See, i heard doe and i was thinking about did they find my wallet or something oh that's right jerry found doe in his yard <laughs> but anyway the uh the uh thanks for that drum roll there yeah uh, but anyway, the uh, deer jumped out of my Asian asthma, <laughs> and uh, I love for him to be eating my Asian jasma. You know, the one that went into the trees and everything and froze back not two, a year or so ago and saved me the problem of getting it out of those trees. And what that deer are doing now, that young growth, young tender growth, uh, they're cut eating the tips. Okay. Which is like... Uh, they're so they're keeping it, keeping it trimmed down for you. Yeah, com- uh, they're keeping it compact because they only eat the, the young growth. So uh, I appreciate that from the deer. Now, if you have deer and they're eating your flowers or you want to plant some flowers... Uh, we've got the, the only plant that they won't eat, the flower that they won't eat, oh, no. is vinca. Uh, what about angelonia? We talked yeah. about that yesterday. Yeah, yeah, angelonia too. But vinca, vinca is more commonly available, but in different, all sorts of different colors. And growth habits. And growth habits, yeah. Now, do you have any of the? Uh, what is it, the one that's supposed to be even more? Uh, XDR? Yeah. Uh, I think some of the ones we have are XDR. The rest of them are all just regular core. Okay. Which is still good. Oh, yeah, yeah, still good. Hello? But, but anyway, it, uh, uh, that's, I was working with a young lady down south on, a, on a, actually a deer ranch. In other words, a hunting, hunting ranch. Exotics and... Uh, a whitetail but uh she knew and i said uh if you if you want to plant flowers we you me and your predecessor uh needs to use vinca only vinca that they won't eat and she looked at me and she said the young young minds milton uh she said well, you know, that's not one of my favorite plants. And I said, it will become your favorite plant. 
Yeah, I like Vinca. When you when you when you got deer in the front yard, you will become become a very big lover of. Well, even you know, honestly, even if you don't have deer, it's very forgiving. Oh uh, yeah. It takes our heat. What? Go ahead. Man. No, I'm, I'm I, impressed. I like it. I, I I fell in love with it. Looks great. Uh, takes the heat. It's Milton proof. I mean, yeah, this is, it, it is that. Milton proof. Uh, <laughs> now is I it, couldn't kill it. Are this, you actually growing it? Uh, not anymore. But last oh. last year, <laughs> no, no. But right before the big freeze, we had it, and the big freeze took it out. Yeah, supposed to. So it's not. So it's not freeze resistant. Oh, really? No. Okay. But <laughs> up until that point, unhappy at forty, dead at thirty-two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But anyway, it uh, and it, uh, all the colors that they had, mm-hmm. uh, and those are new, the the new, uh, and we got the core. Uh, I guess that's about all you sell now, isn't it? Uh, even the big growing operations have started to switch. Up. They're not come 100 percent cores, but they're <laughs> they're falling in line. Yeah, yeah. Color Color Spot called me one time. Said came out. And said, can you tell? Distinguish Cora from uh, from other Vinca. Said absolutely. Said absolutely. I can tell the difference. And so I go out there. <laughs> These are friends of mine, and uh, we ride around just to the Vinca plot. And uh, said, "Well, are these Vinca?" I said, "I mean uh, Cora. Cora." I said, "Absolutely not." These are not big uh, coral. And they said, well, how can you tell? I said, because these are dead. These are dying. Oh. And they were going through taking the dead ones out and mm. making full flat. I said, you shouldn't do that because uh, they're going to die eventually, too. It spreads. Yeah. Well, oh. so, uh, but that's not that we have the coral. See, the deal was, <laughs> this just happens with commercial growers a lot of times is that their main operation had bought a very little bit of core seed. And so they figured that they could name them all core and uh, they would they would work for you. No. So I said, no. The, the deal the was... The name does not make a plant. Yeah, that's right. Hey, that's good. We're going to quote you on that. Uh, <laughs> just, like, just like Trace always says. Yeah. God the told name. Oh. <laughs> Say it again, Trace. The name does not make a plan. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, back in the old days, uh, 40 years ago, there was a group of growers uh, that didn't believe that. So they had yeah. they would go around selling plants, and when they pulled up to the nursery and asked what plant they wanted, they would tell them the variety of tomato or whatever, and the guy would go out and take those labels out of his truck and put up, put them on those plants that weren't that name. Mm. Uh, All right. In, in fact, your your man, uh, Mr. Wetzler, and I got into that. Oh, got in a fight? No, with the grower. With the grower. All right. Well, 210, we're going to catch up with the news. 210-308-8867. we got to get you caught up with the news. Trace, uh, Calvin missed it. Because he was there's something else going on, but that's incredible that you're going to do those things on sale next week. I know you don't want to talk about it. You just said that one time. That's all you're going to say it. But 
Wow. Yes, it'll be great. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, 210 308 8866. Are you guys missing something now? Advertising, there's people that are supposed to know what it's, they're. It's a tease. You got to go and, and uh, check yeah, out. Yeah. So we'll, we'll just bring you. your money and stand and stand there and wait. It'll just be wait. worth it. Back again after this. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. It is a wonderful, energizing day here at Millburgers. Not a cloud in the sky. Uh, what's the temperature? Hang on. Uh, the temperature is probably... 73. What? Is your guess? Is what? It's my guess. 73. Oh, all right. Let's hold on. Let me uh, let me click the app. Dip, 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 dip. 78. Okay. It's not bad. Not bad at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a nice breeze, so it's a, it's a great day to come on out here to Millburgers. Oh, and yeah. lots of And actually, apparently, a lot of people agree with me because... Uh, it's not, as Calvin says, it's not overly crowded, but it is crowded. So, um, yep, come on out. All right, 210. Got plenty of stock. Yeah. yeah. Like all those. I think Trace is preparing for uh, next you know, weekend and the big sales. So. You know what we haven't mentioned uh, that we used to mention all the time? It gets kind of overwhelmed by all these colorful perennials and annuals. Is that we still got a huge selection of Meyer lemons yeah. and yeah. limes over there. And he's, they've moved the uh, avocados up there, too, down to the, the, the west side. Yeah, you can. Uh, you can't go wrong with the Meyer lemon. Yeah. Yeah, everybody, oh, through the years, I don't think we knew that about Meyer lemon. Uh, but through, through the years, we've watched them here, uh, and they take pretty hard freeze. Yeah. But uh, so that that's a lemon that you don't have to, and it tastes good, and it's not overly huge. Yeah, it's only, I think, like 12 months of attractiveness, you know, or in, an interest. Because, yeah. And uh, bl- foliage, the blooms. Oh, the blooms are wonderful. Frag- yeah, the fragrance. <laughs> I, t- I used to tell uh, tell my family, I'd, 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 I'd take my lawn chair out, when the citrus was blooming, and just sit down there. Oh, enjoy the fragrance. And man, it's just it's heavenly. It's not it's not strong like a paper white, but uh, it's a beautiful fragrance too. And I'm sure that he admired the uh, butterfly, uh, the, the the little caterpillars that look like uh, bird poop. On, yeah, know, yeah. That, probably, that thing is kind of rare. That was probably yeah. all he talked about at supper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that thing's kind oh, of... Oh, speak of the devil. What? Oh, there, there's a giant swallowtail Oh, right is that there. the butterfly that comes yeah. from the poop caterpillar? Yeah. <laughs> if, if, we see, if we see him over there feeding on well, the Meyer we, lemon. We, we've, uh, the, I think yesterday and then last weekend, there were uh, tiger swallowtails, hmm. here, which have the... The bars go in the other direction. Mm-hmm. The, but this is the giant that's got the one the parallel to the overall wing length, wing length. You know, I see a lot of people walking out of here uh, with uh, figs. Do you? Yeah. I see, noticed. See, oh, see, you see, see that right there? Yeah. Big plant. But uh, 
I don't. They, I think the fig got frozen down, but I think most of them came back, didn't they? Seems like it. Uh, now mine, I had. Uh, it's funny on the south side of my yard, all those got beat beat up by the freeze and don't look good. The 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 one big one on the north side is hmm. all put put new. Uh, from the ground. New, yeah. From the ground, right? No. All the stems. Up, up the stem. Oh. Yeah, it was strange. I don't, I don't quite <laughs> understand why that one reacted the way, and it was less sheltered than the other ones. Yeah. But we'll uh, we'll see how they, if they come oh. up into some fruit production that, later. Be, yeah, that's always the key. But uh, with, with this dry weather, I doubt if they're going to have much of a fig crop this year. Hmm. It's true. The, the the weather person <laughs> said uh, did a study on uh, how much rain we would need to get back to our regular uh, regular rate, our regular uh, water use, fifteen plus inches. Oh wow! Now that's not point fifteen, like we've been getting. But that's over... 15 inches. Over how long? Because it's not over a weekend, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, we're going to need that much water falling okay. in the right yeah, place. The aquifer. Yeah. That's another thing that they, they overlook. It's what, that, uh, that little sprinkler you always talk about mm-hmm. has, tree hugger. has saved some of my plants. Oh, cool. Quite a few of them. Uh, Especially the ones that wilt. I went out uh, last night. I was leaving the house, and I looked down in my very prized uh, Fat John Fannick flocks was yeah. wilting. Like Calvin oh, said, wow. it wilts all the time. And so even though I was late for where I was going, I stopped and watered it. I kept a, kept a bucket out there. Mm-hmm. Knowing that we were going to get that heavy rainfall last night. I did the same thing in terms of, <laughs> I'll just give it a little, a few d- drops to keep it until the rain starts. There you go. No rains. <laughs> but uh, it wilts, like you said. It wilts. I never had another. I don't guess I'd ever grown John Fannick flock. Yeah. We grew it at the greenhouse. Well, if it's got plenty of water in it. It comes it's right lush. back. Yeah. yeah, it comes right back. But uh, anyway, speaking of water, trees and shrubs and things, mm-hmm. uh, many trees, shrubs, vines, and ground covers. Many types are in short supply, and the prices have jumped up. That makes it all the more important that when you buy your plant carefully, buy your plants carefully and that you care for them regularly and i see how to, i know Whoa. i know how to make make font oh yeah you made it okay <laughs> and that's a, that's, that's a big font you use yeah <laughs> and this is uh neil what the hell is that <laughs> i don't know neil uh mentions it in every newsletter What's that? Water those plants by hand every couple of days for the first couple of summers in your landscape. 
Every couple of days, Milton. In your okay. two, two several years. And uh, to keep that compact root ball, especially in this dry soil, uh, it, it, the soil has no uh, water reserve. So uh, you have to, have to keep that root ball wet just like it is in the nursery. You notice they water these plants? Yeah, every day. Every day. So uh, especially do that for your expensive uh, landscape. Yeah. Plants. Uh, well, let's give me give the number 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. So maybe today no rain in the forecast, but maybe tomorrow we'll get some. I wonder if it tells what me. What happened to yes, uh, yesterday, Milton? Uh, y'all were talking about Monday, Sunday night, Monday. What were we talking about? All the way Tuesday. Yeah, I'd, that's what I, well, it's, it's hard to predict rain in San Antonio. Really? How mm. does uh, how does he get out of uh, sharing responsibility for rain? Yeah. You, I don't understand. I do you share responsibility. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's, <laughs> I he's been, he's been uh, uh, recommending uh, plants for years and years and years. Oh, okay. And so, I mean, he's got to expect that we're going to get some rain sometime. Maybe he's declared, I mean, maybe he's come to the conclusion that we're no longer going to get any rain anymore. Maybe uh, so. He's, well, we well, are kind of in a desert. M- well, no, we're in a different, all different kinds of zones. It's a, San Antonio is uniquely positioned, but some people are in deserts. Let me tell you about tomorrow. <laughs> Showers and thunderstorms after 4. There you go. High near 82. Uh, Winds gusts could be as high as 20 miles per hour. Chance of rain, 80%. New rainfall amounts between a half and three quarters of an inch possible. What's something? (laughs) (laughs) I've got to Stop your complaining. (laughs) You're going to be upset if it's just a, a three. If you get three quarters of an inch, you're going to be going, well, it wasn't an inch of rain. That's, that's really what, what I wanted. That's what, Jeez. when you're growing vegetable crops, Yeah, you need an inch of rain or more, or an uh, inch of water per week. Oh. At least. So uh, I, I was brought up not counting anything but an inch or over. Oh, I got you. Okay, now it makes sense, but yeah, the lawn will perk up with three quarters of an inch. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, it'll. it'll uh, it's surprising, you know. We water our lawn, and it looks beautiful for a day. It's all green, and yeah, it's lovely and perky. Yeah, make you want to get out there and it and roll in the grass. No, <laughs> not since the arrest. <laughs> Just kidding. I, I was uh, very upset. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, let's see. Where is it? Oh, let's see. person writes in to Neil says, uh, I have been using Dimension pre-emergent radically for the past few years at the recommended times and directions and I'm just not getting much benefit in preventing poi ana. 
Anna, Anna, Anna. In the spring. That's Jerry's. That's Jerry's. Yeah, uh, grass. yeah, yeah. That's why I was upset. Uh, this year it's been worse than ever. Now my my yard it didn't even come up this year because of the lack of rainfall. I guess. Is there another pre-emergence that might give me better results? They're trying to get rid of that beautiful grass. Uh, and then Neil goes into uh, the different types of herbicide. However, in my experience, issues of proper timing, improper timing, and fall climate may have caused a poor, a poor, caused poor performance from the herbicide, I guess, to any one of these pre-emergent. Whichever you choose, uh, I need, she's telling how to control it. The past couple of years have been unusually dry and warm spells in much of Texas in September and October. That meant the annual bluegrass season was thrown off schedule. You are not the only one who has reported poorly reported poorly than expected results. Don't give up. Yeah, I, I got poorly results from the stuff not coming up. It's beautiful last year. And I let it all go to seeds There's since some, you can't buy seeds. Some of your Vitex? Yeah. Yeah, but people are buying a lot of Vitex. There's one at the entrance, entrance to the nursery. But uh, it's it's blooming. When it's blooming, uh, it's a it's good, good plant. The, the deer won't eat the foliage, but they rub the branches <laughs> sometimes. Well, they'll even rub the branches on uh, Texas Mountain Laurel. And oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have any, anything's fair game if it's stiff enough for them to yeah. itch on it. Yeah. <laughs> Think that think their antlers itch to take that off? I guess it does. Yeah, I don't know what the, the exact exact mechanism that uh, drives them to to use it, but uh, yeah, I guess they feel it somehow. So if you if you want to stop deer from rubbing on their on your smaller tree specimen, all you have to do is use a stiff brush. And uh, get all that, uh, <laughs> get all that uh, you be on the stuff off their antlers. Then it won't itch, and they won't rub the tree. Oh, huh? You you you've done this before, have you? <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about the science. Oh, uh, okay, I see. You, it it has to be something causing them to itch, uh, to rub that off. If it didn't itch, I I don't. Why know. rub it off? I don't know. Uh, Dennis needs to look this So up. you could, uh, maybe you could put up a scratching post for deer yeah, in your there yard. There you go. See, we're on to something here, man. Yeah, save the trees, little scratching posts. Yeah. How will they know to use it? They're, they're looking for anything to okay. scratch that They'll off. figure it out? Yeah. All right. I bet, I bet, I bet we're the only ones that have come up with that idea. Well, I bet you're, I don't know, somebody might have thought is, of that. This is a... Uh, Record-breaking show, man. <laughs> you hear things on this show that you don't you'll hear any place else. Any place else. You hear things about Neil Sperry that you don't hear <laughs> any place else. 
We were, yeah, we were promoting them, Neil. All right, again, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Don't forget, June 4th, we've got uh, David Rodriguez will be here talking about uh, color in the yard, including crepe myrtles. Uh, it'll feature crepe myrtles. He'll be talking about uh, other stuff, too. That's a free uh, presentation starting at... Uh, it goes from uh, 10 to 11.30. You can go to millburgernursery.com to find out more about that. You can uh, find out more about the uh, upcoming Top Tomato Contest, uh, the original here at Millburgers on June 4th. Uh, and uh, that's at millburgernursery.com. But Calvin has stuff in his article this week about it. Sorry. We've got uh, lots of stuff in uh, plantanswers.com, information about the Top Tomato Contest, and also on the uh, website with uh, Millburgers. So take your choice. Yeah, Maybe. and the blood drive will be that weekend, too. Is that a coincidence? That what? That uh, is there going to be blood if, if they don't win you the can't, contest? You can't get blood from a tomato. Yeah. <laughs> now, we, we teased a little bit about the <clears throat> Top Tomato Contest, but it's, a, it's really a, a fun competition and a... It's a nice prize. It's relatively easy to yeah. win. You get everybody that participates and enters gets a ten dollar gift certificate. Top prize in uh, four different categories is seventy five dollars, mm-hmm. fifty dollars, and twenty five for. Like it's your gift third. certificates now. Yeah, and then there's a hundred dollar gift certificate for top tomato, uh, too. So lots of lots of prizes and uh, <coughs> relatively easy. Now you want there's some little tricks though, you know you, the the thing about the the biggest tomato is pretty obvious. You know if you got a huge Cherokee purple, mm. doesn't have to be real pretty to <laughs> win. But yeah. if you've got those, if you're, you're competing with the medium size or tycoons and celebrities, yeah. you need, they need to be three of them at least uniform. And then with the cherry tomatoes, they need. Uh, what is it, Jerry? It's five or seven? Seven. Uh, I think it's cherry tomato. Seven. Let's see. Yeah, but uh, you, the, you take it. You want a nat, uh, kind of a natural vine with the the seven uh, t- cherry tomatoes on there. BHN 968s or Ruby Crushes or even some of the other selections. Yep. But those little hints are what you'll gain if you go to the plantanswers.com or go to the website at Millburgers or even to the Express News article this uh, today. Yeah. Right. Oh, got, Saturday, I guess. Yeah, so. we got the, the some pictures on plantanswers.com. That's right. And we talked about it yesterday, wasn't it? Well, we were, yeah. I brought pictures and y- y'all were telling me uh, they were all not big, to, nice tomatoes, but they were some were very ununiform. Oh, yeah. So everything has to be uniform, just like it is in the supermarket. It may, it's really uh, it's hard to, for people to resist <laughs> if you got one tomato that's a little larger than every yeah, other one. There you, go. Yeah. you know, I'll, I've seen this I don't know how many times, <laughs> but they got, they got the three tomatoes there that are very uniform. They look at them, they look great and everything, but then there's that. Uh, that's other that magnificent one. one over there. So <laughs> they take and replace one of those. That means you're not going to win that uh. <laughs> because the uniformity is the key. 
<laughs> you're more likely to win with uniform uh, medium-sized there fruit you than you are with a variation. Well said. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, 866-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road, right here on 930 AM, The Answer. South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, don't forget, if there's something bugging you in the house, roaches, fleas, rats, whatever you got, Spider-Man, termite, and pest control can help you win that battle and keep it won uh, through their pest control service. Uh, Spider-Man, termite, and pest control has been doing this since 1976. And now with Internet, you can go and read about it. You know, I can talk to you about how people brag about them, but now you can go and read about how people brag about Spider-Man. Uh, by reading the great Google reviews, they talk about the terrific service. They talk about the treatment. They talk about the professionalism of the techs. They just love Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. Give them a call, 210-656-3721, Huh? Thirty-seven twenty-one. Try again. Two one zero. Yeah. Six five six. Okay. Thirty-seven. Yeah. Twenty-one. All right. Online at GhostSpiderManPest.com. Does he list the good stuff that he uses on there? He lists. He uses all kinds of stuff. Everything he uses I'm is good. About the good stuff. That well, works. it's good stuff to well, you. He, maybe may mean something to somebody else. He normally <laughs> normally has a favorite or a talk. In general, yeah, I've, I've, I've used his services for the year for years, of course. But <laughs> he'll talk in general, and then he'll you know kind of assess your yeah your needs, you, and then and then he'll say, well, I think this will work best for you, and then but this are some other choices you have. I uh, he's uh, he's good to deal with. Yeah, yeah, and you're you're pretty confident. The other thing, though, is that I think it's because you're a part of the process. That's too. it. He, but he's making you be part of yes. the process. Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah, this uh, it's an environmental issue. It's important, and just like you know, Jerry, you're willing to make a decision and use the good stuff. Uh, <laughs> he, every, everybody should be uh, aware of the choices and uh, Jerry what, just, what it means. In other words, Jerry just tells them. Will the house be glowing after you go? Uh. <laughs> well, no. Well, can you make it glow? Uh. All right, then make it glow. <laughs> and my dogs, too. My yeah. pets, too. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I'm trying to think of anything else that's happening in our garden. Our onion finally fell over. But the Did poor it. little guy. I picked up. I picked my onions. How big are they supposed to be? For well, you, about the size of a nickel. No, mine was a little bigger than that. Oh, well, this, is, this is a tough year for... Is that what it is? Well, I, I, I think it is, yeah, because yeah, I got some that were pretty good that were uh, softball size, but, more, but there was a huge variation. And you, usually with our with our onions, and yeah. if we use a lot of the fertilizer that's recommended, you can get a pretty consistent... 
crop of nice big ones. Did you keep them watered? I didn't do as good a job as I should have. That's what does it. Yeah. Mm. Um, an onion is almost like a watermelon as far as much water it contains. Yeah, well, and it's fertilizer and water. Yeah, yeah. It's a simple plant. And Mine uh, was the size of a ping pong ball. Really? <laughs> They were That's good. Were good. they good to eat? We haven't eaten it yet. I picked it yesterday. Uh-huh. Oh, we're, we're you, well, how, many, how many months do you think it'll last you? <laughs> I don't know. We can cook it tonight. Yeah, just the one. Is it the red one or the... It's white. Okay, that's good. That'll be sweet. Okay. White granite, probably. Probably. I think that's right. Yeah. Anyway. That's one of the originals. That, that's, you know, go original back hybrid. to Milton's Garden. Okay. That's better than usually you do. Yeah, no, that's right. I have uh, now decided that it's probably best if I don't uh, plant the onions so close together and try oh, yeah. and rely on the get, eating all those green onions. Mm-hmm. It's a, a they're good uh, in salads. Yeah, green but they're you got to really you got to be conscientious. You got to use them up, or you end up with. Those small onions that we, you know, competing with each other when you you want to give them enough space in between. So if you're not going to be able to use every onion that's planted close together, uh, then it's best if you can a lot more space. Nancy, I am so sorry. I didn't see you were waiting on the line. Oh, I, I you apologize. did, too. I did not. Nancy, I welcome. I can't believe you did that tonight. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on, Nancy? Well, I enjoy your banter back and forth for sure. I got well, two issues going on. I won't let on. him forget you again. <laughs> a rose bush not blooming and crepe myrtles that are barely leafing out. Both were beautiful last year, but this year they're not doing so well. What's your suggestions? Do you know what rose it is? Yeah, it's a Cinco de Mayo. May 5th. <laughs> okay. What color is it supposed to be? Um... It's kind of a um, tangerine color with okay. um, yellow, uh, you know, yellow things Petals. in the middle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. How about you? You got other roses there that are blooming? No, no. The neighborhood roses are blooming, but not yeah. these. Are they all the same variety? Yeah, it's just one plant. It's just one plant. Oh, uh, okay. Because yeah. because uh, in my neighborhood is just like you, you described in yours. There's a lot of there's some that are not blooming. There's some that are blooming. So mm. I don't. I wouldn't. Uh, uh, is it in full sun? In the full sun and watering, yes. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't be surprised water. if yeah, if you, um, some of them are some of the varieties are are uh, later ready and later. But and also this is a this is a pretty tough uh, spring on yeah and early summer on a lot of plants. <laughs> had and, they had they put on uh, new growth? Yes, it, there's new leaves on it. Yes. Okay. Has it got uh, stem long, new stems like four I didn't five prune inches? it. I didn't prune it from last year thing, so I don't know if that has anything to do with it. How about how about a fertilization? You do get a chance to fertilize it. I, I put some uh, rose glow on it. Okay, I think I'd just give it a little, more, give it a little more time. This yeah. is not the best year to be 
evaluating roses and comparing them because uh, yeah, because I think the tough. winter was also very weird with oh, with yeah. just noticing like the shrubs and the uh, other trees around type thing. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that's not what's affecting the crepe myrtles, that they're not coming out like they should. What what, what color is it supposed to be? The crepe myrtles are pink. Hmm. Ooh. Is, do you, you don't remember the variety, do you? No, sir, I don't, no. Okay. Now, they would be, the watering, I mean, are, they, are all the crepe myrtles performing in the same manner? Yes, yeah. And I honestly, I have not watered them. I don't know if that makes a difference or not. Do you see any other pink ones blooming in your neighborhood? Mm, no, I haven't noticed any. I haven't noticed any crepe myrtles in the neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm with you. Uh, Milton and Jerry have seen a bunch of them blooming. But yeah, I'm, I've seen some in my neighborhood. Yeah, not, but I haven't seen a lot pink of Pink and them. white. And I, I, th- I think that would be the, the situation there. Try experimenting with some water. Okay. But, All right. But uh, I, th- I think you're. I think a lot of places are in the same situation you are. That are, just some of the plants are, are have gotten ready and have gotten access to enough water and are, are going to bloom. But I think they'll catch up. Okay. All right. It's worth the And try. of course, after it rains these last these next three days, huh? Yeah. Ninety oh, percent well, chance tomorrow night. Well, yeah, but rain. We did not get any rain here last night. It was enough to just cover the patio, but that was it. it wasn't yeah. well, nothing in it. the water, nothing in the water measuring stick. So that's yeah. that's the kind of rain we get. We didn't get enough to even <laughs> wet the patio. Right. Yeah. Wet the yeah. wet the rain gauge. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing no, in the water. Gauge. Dry. No. No. Perfectly dry. So anyway. Well, thank sure you very be easier much. on us if we got some rain. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah, thank you maybe so. tomorrow night or maybe tomorrow. Have All a right. good day. Bye-bye. Thank Bye. you, Nancy. Thanks for your patience. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Uh, all the lines are open right now, so give us a call. Yeah. Um, I was looking at, at uh, David's write-up about his presentation on June 4th, Saturday, starts at 10.30, and it's a free seminar here at the nursery. A lot going on that day. Uh, uh, Is that next weekend or the weekend after? Next weekend after. Weekend after. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Said, uh, learn... Learn what what you can do to keep your garden beds blooming throughout the heat of the summer and how to attract butterflies and hummingbirds and how to prepare your landscape for summer heat. You know, we talk about, uh, said, uh, bring bring your notebook, rain, create an environmental, an ideal environmental for growth and production of healthy fruit. Let me read that again. Rain can create an ideal environment for growth and production of healthy fruit. Uh, well, another thing rain can create 
that we haven't had any questions about this year. Fungus? That I remember. Yeah, fungus. Uh, oh. You know, behind every cloud is a silver lining or something. You know, no, I think you're a, I think you're finding the stick the behind <laughs> every silver lining there's a cloud. Uh, <laughs> well I'm turning that around, man. That's this week. Trying, no, no, no. trying to say something good about the lack of rain. Oh, oh okay. Oh, I got you now. Okay. Okay. But uh, rain is very essential for, I won't say all fungus, but most fungus diseases. You notice we haven't gotten any calls about uh, yeah. plants. Uh, I didn't until you mentioned that. Uh, <laughs> or even and even some of the grasses. Yeah. Well, we've gotten a few calls on grasses. Oh, okay. But they're... They, they generally are caught as much, as much by sprinkling, uh, watering the lawn, and then physical oh. l- low spots and things yeah. like that. But uh, and when they did some studies with spinach down around Pearsall, and in that area, and they found out that uh, they were wanting to time their sprays to nest fungus spray uh, on the spinach. To keep it from having that, and they found out that uh, they had to measure the the moisture on the leaf surface of spinach to know when to spray. They actually built a a rain uh, a weather station down in Pearsall years ago uh, to uh, determine that. And when that would get a suitable or abundant of moisture on the leaf in the morning, it sprayed. Yeah, just like um, the the funguses are related to the humidity. Yeah, right. Exactly. Hey, oh, Shirley's on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, Shirley. So hold that thought. Hey, Milton. What's going you? on? How are you? I'm good. Uh, I have a great marble question too. Okay, go um, for it. Uh, I bought some of that Coralpini grape myrtle food, and my question is, can I just sprinkle it on the ground all around them and hope that it rains tonight? And if it doesn't, then water it in, or do I have to put it in a hose-in sprayer? What is it? Like what, what, is, what is it again? You kind of broke up on us. It, it's uh, Coralpini grape myrtle food. Just a fertilizer? Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Y'all know. Carl Poole. Oh, Carl Poole. Oh, Oh, okay. Thank you. That's the part we kept missing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I... Can I just break it on the ground and let it water it in? Yeah. If if you you don't get a flooding condition. Okay. You know, those eight-tenths of an inch, uh, I mean, that could... Devastate you. You know the sarcasm's pretty high today. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the yeah, weatherman said, right. but yeah, right. I, yeah, your your uh, scenario sounded good. It'll work. If you uh, don't get the rain you need, then you just give it some water. water it How in. many days can well, she then. wait before she would water it in? Because <laughs> well, it's because Monday night it's supposed to rain. So well, she's got yeah. those three. Yeah. She certainly could wait but, that three days for okay. Days. Oh yeah. Because she might be getting, she'll be getting right. some rain. The instructions say put it in a hose-in sprayer, but I don't want to do that. I just want to sprinkle it on the ground and let oh. and water it in. 
Okay. okay, I can do that. Oh, yeah. Uh, is it a granula, right? It must be a po- yeah, powder it is. or anything. It's, yeah. Is it a powder? Yes, or? it is. It oh, is. okay. Kind of I don't know. Calvin's grimacing. It's, it's little, little granules, little tiny granules. Are you uh-huh. changing your mind, Calvin, on the... No, I'm not. I'm I'm not. But I mean, there is it, just as Jerry brought this up. There's no oh, great. Jerry. It just a uh, there's a more of a chance. You know, if you get a over overwhelming rain, you could you could lose some of the effect. But that's so unusual that that happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the most efficient way to do it would be according to their instructions. Yeah. Right. And just right. Okay. sprinkle it onto the tree. Uh, is it how old is That's it? That's what I'm going to do. How old is They're 23 years old. And wow. Crummy. They're the crummy kind. Um, we had this place landscaped. And uh, back then, I didn't know enough to, to ask about the varieties. You know, so these are the <laughs> kind that get powdery mildew and all that kind of stuff. You know, so I'm going to try to help them out a little bit this year with That's the fertilizer. Good. That's good. Okay. If it, right, if well, it, it, as long as it doesn't rain over eight tenths. Well, let me ask you this, Shirley. Do I'm you? I'm not worried uh, about it. Let's say there wasn't <laughs> any rain in the forecast. Would you just like be sprinkling it tonight and watering it in anyway? Yes, I would. That's what, what I want to do. For the next few days. Oh, the next few days. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do it the easy way. I don't want to hit the pool with this whole That'll game sprayer. Work. I'm just going to sprinkle it out here and hope for the yeah. rain. And if it doesn't rain, I'll. Water it in. Believe me, it's so dry in, back here on this corner where they are. That okay? Yeah, you I even get near, you even get near that s- that spigot <laughs> and the and that <laughs> soil will be going pulling it right out of the holes. Well, thank you, Shirley. Bye, okay, Shirley. Okay, guys, thank y'all. Appreciate you take it. care. Bye. Oh, right. she could get one of our sprinklers, Milton. Oh, she could actually. Yeah, That'd especially be perfect our that. Yeah, the little tree hugger and yeah. sprinkle it around there, and then she can control. Where it goes, there you go. Know, just change it a little bit. Uh, Shirley, if you're still listening, <laughs> check out that tree hugger sprinkler and then your uh, your powder. I'm just worried if it's it's going to be gusty. Is it is that stuff light enough to blow away? No, no not no. usually. No. Oh, not. good. Okay, that was my concern. All right, two one zero three zero. That concern. I you know how I'm I sorry. I worry easily. I know. 210-308-8867. I believe we have to take a break, so that's what we'll do right now and come back with more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas. You give us a call. Let's talk gardening with you right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. 8867 and toll free. It's 866-308-8867. All right. A beautiful day out here at Millburgers. Oh, yeah. Cool, Enjoying too. watching all the color, all the people uh, picking up. They're getting a bu- Look up. Boy, they're getting a bunch of lantanas over there in that cart. Oh. All different colors, too. Is that an orange? Is yeah, that lantana? Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's pretty. Yellow on the bottom. Yellow on the bottom, orange on the top. <laughs> yeah, those those are both good good selection. Uh, people have been buying a lot of Gold Star Esperanza. Mm-hmm. No, not Gold Star. Uh, what is but it? You, you notice uh, Lantana. Oh, I was wondering uh, about how many of your uh, the vines have been sold. Quite a few. Yeah. Oh, the Mandevilla? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
they mess with me because they bring that red, those reds up here where I can have to look at them. It's beautiful. That's a good swimming pool plant, too. In other words, if you, you know, want to decorate around the swimming pool. New gold. New gold. There you go. There you go for your lantern. Thank you. My old I, cu- I couldn't think of it either. My old feeble mind couldn't think of it. Uh, let's see what was I going to say. The, uh, yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Somebody wrote in talking about Milton plants. Uh, somebody wrote in the news and said, uh, while visiting a friend, I was admiring a ground cover bed she has. She called it Purple Heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it, and it said it's a winter hardy uh, cousin to Wandering Jew. Uh, how dependable is it? I'd like to plant some myself. And uh, Neil writes back, it's an amazing plant. Way to go, Neil. And he did you hear it? Yes, it freezes to the ground for the winter, but it comes roaring out with new growth each spring. And the new growth is the prettiest growth of it all because it's uh, purple, or real purple. And it grows in sun or shade. Uh, dry or wet. Okay. And I tell the story of my neighbor, uh, which is new, uh, my new neighbor, and uh, she made a bed out in her front yard, a real nice bed, and filled it full of potting mix, I guess, and uh, planted uh, that sh- that uh, <laughs> purple heart in there. And I t- <laughs> I hadn't met her yet, and I walked over and told her, I said, if whoever plants these plants, if one of them dies, fire the guy. Because hmm? these plants do not dry, dry, die. All right, well, hang on to that article for a second. Okay. Uh, Kelvin is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Kelvin, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm blessed. Thank you. I really enjoy y'all's show. Thank you. What's going on? Like I was, well, I was at my friend Seymour's house. His wife has a beautiful um, greenhouse that he built for her, and she was showing me all of her plants. She has all kinds of plants in there, tomatoes, strawberries, rose, rosemary. And the issue she's having are these teeny, weeny, little white flies. And she was saying that they, they lay the eggs on the back of the leaves, and she was showing me. At one time, it was so thick, they, had, they actually had a vacuum. They were just vacuum, vacuuming <laughs> them out of the air. And she hit one of the leaves, and you could see the little white flies flying. And I was just wondering if, I said, well, there's a, a, a show that I listened to on the weekend <laughs> on, uh, on AM. You might want to give them a call. They're very knowledgeable. And so I'm listening to you as I'm dry, driving home. I said, yeah, let me give them a call. There and you go. I was just wondering if y'all know a, a remedy to... to to get rid of these these little white flies, or you know yeah, what they are, yeah, and how you, you, you what you know what they do. you know what they call them. I have no idea. I saw them, but they're teeny weeny. Uh, you know what they, they call them? Everywhere. Milton? They call them white flies. There you go, Milton. Yeah. You got a pistol. <laughs> okay. Wow. You can get an entomology. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> they're not they're not trying to grow those plants in the 
the summertime or anything, are they in there? Well, they're they're growing. They have a greenhouse, and it's very elaborate. Um, her husband built the greenhouse for it. It's got a yeah, heater in but there. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, it's uh, well, I was just. It's hard to grow things in the greenhouse here, even in the winter time. But if, if you got and you're trying to grow it in the twelve months out of the year in the greenhouse, yeah. it's almost impossible to deal with those white oh, okay. flies. Now the the deal is. What's what's actually worked on those some somewhat worked is these uh, sticky traps. These uh, these things that look like a that most of them are yellow, and they attract the sticky fly the <laughs> white flies, and they stick to that deal. And then uh, you just throw the uh, throw the so they so you're saying get a, those like maybe like those rat traps that are yellow. The no, they're the colors, they're sticky. They kind of on they kind of unfold. You know, you hang them, and they they swivel oh, down. spiral down. Yeah, yeah, and then the white flies get on them. But but part of it is too that yeah they they want the the timing of when what you have what you have in the greenhouse and when yeah. really makes a difference. Uh, we uh, they the the. Most of the white flies, you should, if you use an insecticide in there, uh, that uh, you can kill them. You spray spray the insecticide in water, mixed into water, and you can you can probably kill just as many without the insecticide in there as you can a hard spray of water. Just just hit them with the straight water. Just just, yeah. just spray them. Directly on it with straight water, and that'll kill them. Well, it'll kill the adults. The problem is there's four generations still on the bottom of the leaves that are going to hatch out in uh, two to three days. So you'll four have white flies so again. The, the... That's that's I'm the sorry, problem. Sir. That's the problem because they're on the they're on the leaves on the bottom of the leaves, uh-huh. uh, and uh, mixed in with a. a Plants with the, mixed in with the plant, so it's almost. So, is there impossible. anything that can be spurred on the bottom of that leaf? <laughs> well, yeah, like I said, anything that anything that you spray on there will uh, wash the adults off and kill those. But the problem is getting it on the uh, getting it on eggs. No, that worse, killing the ones that are hatching. Right, and you said there's but, four generations under each leaf. There you go. <laughs> wow, wow. And, and they're a very difficult pro- uh, problem to to handle. Now, what we have, I have found, well, the best remedy is when you see a plant that's heavily infected or even infected at all, uh, we pull it out, destroy it. Oh, wow. Take it the plant. The, wow! Take, takes it out of the greenhouse and uh, gets rid of the population. Gets rid of the initial population. And those of us that just use the greenhouse to protect plants in the winter time, we're just anxious to get the plants out out when the weather gets good. Right. So that you you know you got a chance for the predators and uh, and uh, once those white flies. Are outside. They don't seem to be the. That's right. The problem. Good problem. Oh, okay. 
But uh, you know, she mentioned that 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 when the plants outside don't seem to have that issue, but in the greenhouse they're just they're all over yeah. the place. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah. so a lot of people just carry carry them out as soon as they can yeah. and leave them in there only when they have to. Hey, Kelvin, I'm going to try to get one more question, okay? Okay. Did we help you out? Oh, we got one more caller. Y'all are awesome. Cool, man. Thank you. Oh, no, we just have one more caller, so I'm I'm going to jump to them real quick. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you for your help. Bye, Kelvin. All right, John has a squash question real quick, and John will probably get the last. uh, We only have a couple minutes. What's going on, John? Oh, this is an easy one for y'all. Good, good. Um, Squash plants. I got one plant. Out of about a dozen, probably. All it has is male blooms. Been going on for, I don't know, two weeks, three weeks. Yeah. And uh, well, I got plenty of squash. I'm not worried about it. It's a curiosity question. What is the deal with one that only has male flowers? Well, you know, we we hes- hesitate to get into sex on this part. I know it is a difficult subject. Yeah, I shouldn't yeah. have said. I should. I yeah, regret okay. now. I said male flowers. Uh, that's okay. We have two minutes now. Focus on this. The long straight, especially since long straight experience. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, that is a pretty common occurrence uh, early on when the squash first starts blooming, uh, but and generally the uh, the females. You know how to tell the difference, don't you? Oh, yeah. We got it under control. Okay. But, uh... I learned uh, that from my parents, not in school. Oh, is that right? About squash, huh? Mm -hmm. But anyway... (laughs) One minute. (laughs) But I'm having fun with this, Milton. So, hey, I hear you, man. We could go on a while, but I know you're running out of time. My question (laughs) is this. It's about... It's been going on for about three weeks. It's got about a or oh, a foot-long stalk already, and uh, will it transition to mixed blooms? Yeah, sure will. Otherwise, I'll just pull it out and don't worry about it. No, don't do that to the males. I hear you. Yeah. I don't want to. That, hey, you got a that, point that, there. That's not I a really, good thing. I, boy, I made a bad start there. All right, uh, my man. All right. <laughs> Thank you, John. Thank you. Right, John. It'll get all better. Right. We, we, it'll get better. All right, we have run out of time. Uh, but thanks to everybody. Kelvin, I hope we got your question answered. If not, you call us next week and we'll we'll address it. But it sounded like we did. Um, all right. We'll see you next Saturday back here at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. On behalf of the docs, thanks to uh, uh, Al doing a great job back at the station. And uh, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 a.m. The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.